The following is a Poppy Chulo Radio original program. The views and opinions expressed in the commentaries and or interviews in the following program are solely those of the individuals and are not views of Poppy Chulo Radio, its parent, affiliate, or subsidiary companies. Welcome to Are You Afraid Scream Queens, the unofficial Scream Queens internet radio show, exclusively on PoppyChuloRadio.com. PoppyChulo Radio, pop culture on demand. Today is Wednesday, December 7th, 2016, and I'm your host, Jeffrey Arruz. During tonight's broadcast, we're going to recap, review, and dissect the latest episode of Fox's Scream Queens. Please welcome my co-hosts. First up, he knows what the gag is. It's Prince Rico Suave. The gag is I live and I'm here. A, a. <laughs> there you go. Next up, she might know what the gag is. It's Priscilla Rocha. I never know what the gag is in this in these episodes, but I'm here for it. Hey guys, what's up? And he lost the gag a while ago. It's Wilson Die Hammond Jr. I don't even know if I ever had the gag i don't even i don't even know what the gag ever was so i don't think you want to all righty then i'm on board then cool (laughs) yes so let's jump into our recap of season two episode eight titled rapunzel rapunzel and aired yes it was actually called that and aired december 6th 2016 here's the official synopsis of the episode Kathy is surprised when Wes Gardner shows up at the hospital, having been supposedly diagnosed with a tumor, but is really, but it really is hair, and wants to win her back, and Munch decides to rekindle their romance. Meanwhile, Zayday discovers that she is being stalked by Chamberlain, who comments on her social media posts and goes to confront him. However... They both decide to unmask the green meanie and manage to trap the killer with Zayday ripping a piece of fabric off his costume. She discovers that Jane Hollis purchased the costume back in 1986 and goes to confront her, but Jane confesses that she was behind the Halloween massacre and ordered her now-deceased brother to go kill the staff. Zayday is drugged by Jane and finds herself captured. Chanel and Brock have sex. 
However, Brock says Kathy during intercourse, not Bathy, angering Chanel, who believes that he still has feelings for Munch. Munch has a romantic night with Wes, but they are both attacked by the green meanie. Chamberlain discovers a receipt containing weapons and uh, the same fabric from the killer in Wes's hairball. He confronts Wes. I can't, this show makes no sense. <laughs> Finding receipts and hairballs. He then confronts Wes, who confirms he is the third and final green meanie planning revenge on the Chanel's. He reveals that Grace was driven insane due to the horrors at Wallace University and blames them, the Chanel's, for his daughter's mental incarceration. He then stabs and kills Chamberlain. Burm, burm, burm. All right, everybody. Whole lot of stuff happened. It's not even the penultimate episode of the season. So let's get into it, everyone. What did you think of the episode, Rapunzel, Rapunzel? Let's get everyone's initial reaction. And we'll start off with the dude who apparently has no gag reflex, Prince Rico Suave. I resent that, but okay. Um, but it's accurate. That's <laughs> what the interweb true. says. This is true. This is true. The interweb says a lot. Check my wiki. Yes. Um, so this wasn't the best, like, ultimate episode, but the gag is it was my favorite because they used the gag. Hashtag the gag. So um, I enjoyed it. Like, it answered a lot of questions. Um, Priscilla, like, clearly works for Scream Queens because she so predicted a lot of this shit. And um, I enjoyed it. Now I'm just kind of curious on how they're going to end it. Well, there now you go. Now they got two episodes left. Yeah, I didn't check, but I should have checked the night of to see if the gag was trending on Twitter. Oh my god, it should have been. That would have been funny. Wilson, what did you think of the episode? Are you on the hype train with Prince? Okay, so I don't know what the fuck the gag is. So... Okay, I don't think anybody does, except for Zayday, and maybe Prince. Well, actually, the gag is um, like a Kiki Palmer invention that she made for like her Snapchat, which... That's why Snapchat was... Oh my gosh, that's episode. hilarious. So kind of so like the how gag. they did with the Taylor Swift crap, they just took something real yes. and, and actually yes. had her who's, who does it do it? Exactly. So like with her, you know, she introduced, she'll go on every morning and she'll like, what up kids, the gag is, and like, it's a pun. So it's supposed to be like, um, all right, so my ex-boyfriend called me, but the gag is I'm sleeping with his brother. Like, the twist is, it's like a twist. Uh. Indeed. Wilson, you need to, like, do the social medias like the young people do. No, I, I have social media and I never fucking understood that shit. Oh, okay. I was like, huh? Well, Priscilla, you're not active on Snapchat, I know, because I have your friends with me. Oh, he done called That's you out. Why. That's so wrong. <laughs> you don't yeah. call people out on the air, Prince. <laughs> the gag is, it's not fair. The gag is, she don't use her Snapchat. That's why she don't know. Oh, gosh. Well, Wilson, oh, continuing on, because I believe this was your reaction, and we hijacked it. All right, yeah, so I said I wasn't expecting it to be this damn random. I'm, I'm just going to, yeah, I'm going to put it like that. This was a random-ass episode, 
And yeah, a lot of things happened and we found out a lot of information and sealed up a lot of things. But if this is how the rest of the season is going to play out, the final two episodes are going to be absolutely ridiculous because it, the story was barely coherent. God bless good marijuana because I was that was the only way I was able. It was I'm going to be the Debbie Downer of this episode. I'm going to be the, the Rico Suave of this episode. It was a good oh. episode. But I have a couple. I have a couple discrepancies, but we'll get into it as, uh, yeah, we cut the cake. So, all right, as we cut the hairball. Okay, so we got Prince. So far, he's by himself on the hype train. Wilson um, got a refund at the train station. Priscilla, are you on the hype train? I was never on that train. Like I, I didn't even know the train was coming. Like the, this whole time, I felt kind of like. When Dr. Holt's having sex with Chanel, Chanel's just kind of, like, bored on Snapchat, listening to her Spotify. That's how it fucking was this episode. Just, like, there's nothing. I, I'm not I'm not getting hooked on this at all. So, eh, what, what? But maybe that's what, that, that's what made it funny. It was, like, the millennial, like, how millennials are. You see, like, the difference. The, really? ga- the gag is Wilson and Priscilla didn't like it. Oh, well, yeah, I guess we've got old souls. Yeah, you guys are having sex with millennials, I guess, like that. So, um, we like the Snapchat. No way. Well, I don't even. I don't even have a Snapchat. We we oh see, yeah. I have a Snapchat, but I've never snap snapped snapped Yeah, no, I don't even snapped. There you go. You snap. Um, but yeah, uh, millennials, everything's done with social media. Everything's like so non-personal anymore, including sex, I kind of feel like. So like, I, I kind of felt like it was like funny, accurate. Well, the gag is, I actually kind of enjoyed this episode. It was just so stupid. Like stupid in like a funny kind of way. And, and I I liked it. I love when TV shows like poke fun at millennials in like a really over the top kind of way and that's what they did in this episode and we got a lot of like answers not necessarily the answers that I wanted to be quite honest um, it was funny because uh, last week when apparently they were the final predictions because we found out the final green meanie this week um, I ended up saying at some point I'll be like oh god it'd probably be so stupid if it was like Wes or Grace and they came back and they're getting revenge and that's exactly what happened. And I'm like, really? Did they have to hear me? Um, so that was probably... It was a disappointment because of the characters. Uh, it was like nice that we kind of got rid of them, to be quite honest. But it was neat in a sense that I do like that they're tying stuff in with season one. Like with Miss Bean's sister and stuff. But... I just, I kind of wish that it had been, like, Zayday or something. Like, I don't know. It would have been a little bit better if it was someone that was actually a regular this season. As opposed to it just being the newbies. And now, you know, someone that's guest starring from season one. I agree with you 100% on that one. Because I'm like, after last week's episode, I was, like, so convinced that, like, it was Dean Munch. Yeah, like, cause she was like, I was hoping well, it was. Yeah, because she was like, we need that heart, and then all of a sudden the freaking patient's dead. And I'm like, oh my god, that would be so epic if it was Munch this whole time. Yeah, but no, I think now that I think that 100, that now it's 100 percent confirmed that it was um, Hoffel that killed that patient. But yeah. um, 
Yeah, I'm just mad that sort of my little aside last week came true, and Wes was the green manny. But anyway, so uh, before I said that shit since episode like two. Hmm? I was like, I, I said that shit since episode yeah, two. Did. Like, I mentioned that, like, internet theory, and I was just kind of like, wouldn't it be awesome if it were true if, like, Wes or Grace came back? And I remember yeah. because Prince was like, no, why? Grace shouldn't come back at all. Right. Well, now we know why she's not back, because that bitch cray. But you know what? She scored high to get in there. She did, which, you know, I guess counts for something. So, before we get into a thorough recap of the latest episode of Scream Queens, here's our announcer with a few reminders on how you can interact with us. Follow Poppy Chula Radio on social media. We are on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at Poppy Chula Radio. Do you have any questions, suggestions, comments, or concerns? Email us via contact at poppychularadio.com. Are you interested in joining the Poppy Chula Radio team as an on-air personality? Email talent at poppychularadio.com. Binge listen to your favorite Poppy Chula Radio programs by visiting poppychularadio.com slash archives. You can also download tonight's broadcast and the rest of the series through iTunes. Just search for Are You Afraid? Scream Queens and subscribe. Thanks, announcer. So let's get into it. And uh, let's start off with the Millennials, uh, because uh, there, re- there weren't that many different storylines this episode. So let's focus right now on Chanel and Holt. And um, we start off the episode with them trying to have a conversation, but uh, Chanel is, uh, you know, doing her social media best <laughs> yes and uh i mean they have there it was interesting because she's trying he's trying to connect with her she tried to connect with him by listening to an oldies radio station which really was like music from like maybe late 1990s so i thought that uh, that kind of hurt me a little bit because i'm like shit you know that's yeah, oldies chumba wumba I could feel myself turn into, like, a pile of dust when she said that. I'm like, fuck, I'm old. Chumba Wumba and Blink-182. I, I kind of, like, just burst it out laughing because, like, sadly, I have a millennial mindset. But that, that was funny. And I was like, well, and then I was like, that's oldie? So you think he's, like, 32-ish? Because that would have made him like a teen around that time. Like I thought that was funny, um, but obviously they they can't connect uh, talking. So he's like, "Well, let's go have sex." And so they're having what appears to be sex, and she's completely not into it. She's uh, moaning um, unconvincingly, and then she. Well, no. It's not that she's not into it. She just thinks she's so hot that she just has to lay there. Exactly. She just has to lay there and they you know, they can have their way with her. And and then it got to the point to where she was Snapchatting and then, you know, to sort of like get into the mood, uh, we see Holt fantasizes and he imagines Dean Munch there. And uh, as uh, he's having sex with Chanel and imagining Dean Munch, he says the name Kathy. 
which completely takes her out of the Snapchatting and is like, what did you just call me? And then he tries to pass it off as he was saying Bathy, but he, uh, she was like, no, you said Kathy. And then they got into this whole thing where she kept on calling her Dean Munch, and um, he was like, is that her first name? And then she ended up putting her earbuds in and was like, you know, let me, you know, Spotify and you can say any name that you want to. And so he goes back to fantasizing about Kathy. So elsewhere in the episode, to try to connect with Holt, uh, she gets the idea by Hester provides the idea to recreate like his teen years, I guess. Um, to do this dinner party and then have it like a theme dinner party and all this kind of stuff. And so because he had mentioned a show called MASH, she thought, you know, World War II. Why? I don't know, because MASH isn't about World War II. But um, she does this whole like World War II era party where everyone dresses up like from that era and the music and the radio and the, and all that, that kind of stuff. Classic. It was. <laughs> that was classic. And the I best thing dying. was like, how old do I'm you like, think I am? Boy. Although number five was rocking the Shirley Temple. Number five as Shirley Temple was, was Bob. <laughs> fucking god! And then she kept tap dancing even when it got fucking awkward. <laughs> yeah. Where did they get those giant lollipops? Holy shit! Oh my gosh, it was, was good, right? Like, I wanted one, Loki. Yeah, it looked good. Although that's like a lollipop you'd have for like at least a month or more, mm-hmm. probably. And so, uh, you know, he ends up basically saying that he's offended because he's like, basically, he, he'd be like, how old did he say he would be? Like, he would have been like 80 or something. If 80. It, she said, I thought you would have been like 40 or 60. It's hard to tell. Yes. Which she I think is funny. <laughs> She's like, I think you're 40 or 60, so I've created this World War II thing for your childhood. Like, does not compute. <laughs> and he was like, um, I, I'd be 80, Chanel. It was too funny. So he was offended, and he storms out. But then, you know, they end up reconciling, and uh, he, uh, at one point, Chanel thought that he was proposing. But basically, he asks her to be committed to him that he would be committed to her which gets her happy and all that kind of stuff but secretly he's still lusting over munch and he goes to her and basically says i want to start up a long-term affair with you and what better ruse you know you are with your person which we will be discussing in a moment and she's like and then he's like i will be with chanel and who's to say that you can't get called away late at night you have hospital business and i'll be ready here to pork you basically and um yeah, so the dean is down with it, and uh, they end up having sex in her office. So, let's discuss all things Chanel and Holt. What do we think of this storyline? Where do, where do we think they're going with this? I have no idea. Right, but that shit like, was really weird, though. Awkward, a very awkward. Which part? Sex. All of it? The sex? Yeah, the se- Yeah, it was awkward. It was a lot of awkwardness, and yeah. Yeah, it was just weird. Because you guys don't have Snapchat. Why don't you guys get Snapchat and then come back and we'll talk about this. When you guys have a dog filter, 
everything changes. What the fuck is a dog filter? Oh my god. The dog filter is cute. I like the one where you turn what into you like a like a okay, like well, a pixie. Do I put okay, it on well, my puppy Snapchat. or something? It helps it keep Okay, well no Snapchat Snapchat has like this thing where you can put filters on your pictures. And so mm-hmm. like you can have like Or your dog. video. Yeah, or your video. So like And it can make you look like a puppy. Yes, it puts like little puppy ears on you and gives you a little puppy nose and yeah, it makes you look like a puppy. <sighs> but there's other filters too. It's not just puppies, Wilson. Wilson is too old for that shit. It could be a polar bear. <laughs> it could be a polar bear and your voice changes. You could be a deer and your voice changes. Um, oh, that's what it is. A deer? I thought it was like a yeah. pixie. With like the deer. big uh, shiny eyes? Yeah. Oh, no. There's another one. That's a brat's. So many. Oh, that's a brat's. <laughs> yeah, they had a hairspray one today, too, where you could put the big wig on you. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, so, you know, if you see, you guys don't have Snapchat, so this episode kind of was like a little disenfranchising. Like, it was. Yeah. Like, I recognize the filters and the Snapchat and stuff, but maybe it's because, like, it's not my bag to, like, be super into Snapchat that I was like, well, the, these jokes are clearly not, like, for my demo. Like, yeah, this not... is definitely a millennial episode because, like, Snapchat is, like, as huge as Instagram and Twitter and Facebook, so. Uh-huh. Prince, <laughs> you know what the gag is? Priscilla and uh, Wilson didn't like the episode. Well, Jeffrey, I... you, you... <laughs> Tell me. Yeah, are you, like, right in the middle of this? Like, are... are you? I'm in the middle. Like, I, personally, this storyline w- was, was okay. Like, I laughed... At a lot of it, but it, it was just, it was okay. I, I really don't know where they're going with this relationship. So, like, I don't really see the point of why he's with Chanel if he yeah, really seems to have, like, together. the hots for the Dean. Yeah, like, I don't understand why they couldn't just been like, sorry, let's dump the lames and just get together. They're very, like, yeah. up and down about things. And you, it's Scream Queens, so, like, you expect it to be weird. But I can't really, like, nail down a storyline here. And, like, I don't know. I felt in season one, the Chad and Chanel episode, like, things were like, it's back on. It's back off. And it was off for the rest of the season. And it's back on at the very, like, that made sense. This one, like, there's no rhyme or reason to it whatsoever. Yeah, besides her just liking him because he's a doctor. Well, that's what I kind of feel like. I feel like he's the older doctor that kind of, like, wants a young piece of arm candy and she's like the you know she's the little rich nudie bitch that wants like a doctor as a husband remember she always wants a husband that has money so she's not gonna date a broke dude so i kind of yeah kind of do see it well yeah I, <laughs> uh, I just i love how she's like yeah but i'm hot so i don't have to like move or, or do anything in this relationship oh that is so bad that was yeah. the I ever, that's the, the worst thing about like really you just gonna lay there? Really? Yeah, I laugh. thought the same shit too. <laughs> it gave me flashbacks of Kim K. Please drop that. Oh, and Ray J. Yeah. I thought it was more like Paris Hilton and how she fucking like texted during the middle of that shit. Like this is even before Snapchat. Like so so this exists. People like Well damn. The, the true freak nature of my co hosts are coming out. I love that I, you all know your celebrity sex tapes. <laughs> doesn't know this shit probably right? like i know remember I the it. pamela and tommy lee yep mm. and i got it oh, that's old school that's old school i know right <laughs> like, I on the boat and mimi had us all buy a new shower rods 
Oh yes, yeah. Mimi and and Nico from yes. Love and Hip Hop. Yes. They, Atlanta. They had us buying shower rods and making sure that we had the strongest ones. But yes, um, no, um, that's yeah. a millennial thing though. The whole texting while having sex—that's a millennial thing. You be busy, multitasking. Um, <laughs> wasn't it like one of the lines where it's like I I shudder for like the future of our country, like. When, when he just like looks at how stupid they are like shit if you're texting during sex i wonder if there is going to be a future like how the hell do you but achieve any like ending this, this to that was, i know right reflection this was a reflection I, I did have to take back after this and be like damn because it was funny but it was like damn that's ridiculous i'm so do you do you guys think that hester like was that really Ad- good advice or like was she actually trying or was she just like fucking with Chanel I think she was trying but Chanel's an idiot you know right. yeah she was gonna fuck it up anyway yeah and you know she just goes along with what Chanel says so she doesn't really back yeah. with it there is um I, when was it I believe it was last week's promo that sort of showed like a little bit of what's to come in future episodes there was like a moment where it looks like Hester might want Holt Hmm. Uh, yeah, but you know what? Hester always wants what Chanel has. So I, yeah. Well, she I mean, needs she needs someone to attack her crack. Well, yeah, I'm like Hester's a freak. At least she's like yeah. attractive and knows like what to do in the bedroom. Like speaking of like from what we know, someone who knows yes. what to do. I am still waiting on our Sleeping Beauty to fucking wake up. I want Nisi Nash back. Yeah, I have a. Uh, this is my hope. And this is not predicting anything because I honestly don't know. But I hope that she gets cured in the finale, at least. Hmm. I don't feel like that it's gonna happen next episode, but in the finale I want her to I want her to be cured from her whatever. Like maybe the cryogenesis, you know, fixed the I don't know. Flow down the They'll come up with something. But if she comes back in the finale, like real talk, do you guys think this is gonna get renewed? Um, I I have best wishes for it, but I feel like Fox kind of fucked up with the jumping around with the schedule. Yeah, both I, of you seem to say like a no. So if if she comes back like for the finale, that's it. She just comes out for one episode, and it's probably like to dangle I hate to another bear, shit. Bear of bad news. I don't see her coming back because she just started a new show today with like Karunchi and some other people. For TNT. Uh, oh yeah, she was she was advertising the shit out of that on her social media. Yeah, so. like her Karunchi and like a, there was like another person that I saw like are on that cast, and I'm like, mm, I don't see this. That's and Kiki's sucks. starting to do her music. You know what I mean? Like uh, uh, Ryan Murphy has to pull some serious strings with Fox to have like another season. Like, they're all yeah. They're all hedging their bets on other stuff. Although now with what we learned this episode, maybe if they have another ep- like another season, we might get like Grace back as like the big bad for that time. No, I don't think they'd bring her back. I think that was. I hope that it was more just for like Wes's motivation and that kind of thing. I don't yeah, know. I, really I, like I would yeah. Crazy. But as far as another season, I hope they do. I I mean the positives are that number one, it seems like the cast I think would be down for it. 
Number two, if they continue on with this trend of like 10 episodes a season, that's not a long shooting schedule. It's because they start in the summer and they probably are done by, let's say, October. And uh, Ryan Murphy does have a lot of pull on the network with uh, previous hits like Glee and Nip Tuck to current stuff like American Horror Story, American Crime Story, Feud. They might try to keep him happy. And also, Fox's new crop of series aren't doing all that well. So you can't cancel everything. So sometimes shows like this one, Scream Queens, can kind of squeak through the cracks. Because if you're already going to be canceling stuff, like you you can't order like a whole slate of new things. I mean, that's a problem that ABC is having right now. Like the majority of their new series are not working and a lot of their established hits are not doing as well and they can't wipe the whole schedule clean. There's no way possible that you can relaunch, you know, every new every night with new programming. Uh, I think the only hour-long drama that's new on Fox that's done okay is Lethal Weapon. The Exorcist isn't doing that well, although I'm loving it. Um, I love it too. So. I know it's so good. Uh, it's so good, uh, and it's only ten episodes. So I, that's another one that I'm praying that maybe makes it through the cracks. But it's a freshman series, and for the most part, they usually would keep a veteran series versus a freshman series. And everything else, I don't think is necessarily doing that well on Fox. So, and some of their established hits aren't doing that well. Rosewood was a consistent series when it was paired up with Empire, and then they pushed that off to Thursdays, and that one has seen dips. So, it, it's going to be difficult. I think it'll come down to the wire. It'll it'll be based on their. Um, their upfronts May pilot season type of uh, thing to see if a lot of interesting pilots come their way. So uh, we won't know. I, I doubt yeah. that they will cancel it probably until the last minute if, if they have something that can replace it. You bring up a valid point anyways. Glee didn't do too well the first two seasons, but like picked up on its third. So I could see that happening maybe possibly with Scream Queens if they can like well but the opposite is with Scream Queens it, it did f- fairly decent its first season this season sure. it's dipped but to be quite honest and we've said this on all of these uh, TV based podcasts ratings have been low for everything I mean even Empire which is uh, broadcast television's number one drama has seen dips in the ratings and uh, it's still number one though but uh, it, it's ratings are not the same as with last season if anything, and I don't think it would happen just because the leap from broadcast television to basic cable would be new territory. Like, you know, maybe FX saves it for some reason because of their relationship. Well, you know, Fox and FX is the same thing, but, you know, because it's two different networks. Maybe, you know, because of their relationship with Ryan Murphy, maybe that would happen. Yeah. Possibly. I don't know. But yeah, like the ratings aren't that great, so it does make it a little bit scary for for those that those of us that would like to see another season, at least to maybe wrap things up or something. But as for this little section, I guess, and I'm pretty sure my co-host can agree with me. This part was comical, but it was blah. Okay. 
So let's get into the the big storyline, and, and uh, it, it's really sort of two storylines that combine into one. So I'll go over the highlights of uh, the storyline, and then we can just sort of like break it down together. So we start off by seeing that Chamberlain is sweating the hell out of uh, Zayde by commenting and liking and all that kind of stuff, and everything that she posts on her social media. So she ends up having a talk with him, like, hey, calm down, and then he ends up like having a talk with the Chanel's about it, and um, they basically block him from responding to Zayde until 9 p.m., and then he'll have a one-hour open window where he can send one text back, and then it'll reblock again, and then he won't be able to text her until the next day at uh, 9 p.m. So they start doing a little bit of research. They get the idea of, well, if we get a piece of the fabric from Green Manie, maybe we can find out who made the costume, this, that, or the other. And so they set up a uh, trap and uh, the green meanie takes the bait and so the green meanie attacks uh, and uh, chamberlain uh, you know nearly gets knocked out and all this kind of stuff and this this whole thing happens and um, zayde is able to take a piece of the fabric so elsewhere wes gardner from season one checks in and he says he has a tumor in his stomach and uh, we find a whole bunch of stuff about his relationship with munch and basically um he uh, was left brokenhearted because everything that he was trying to do failed. His um, his artisanal beer failed. His book on quarters failed. Everything failed. But he does mention that Grace is at Stanford and that she's fine. And so during surgery, we find out that it's not a tumor. It's actually a hairball. And so they deduce that uh, because of stress, he started to pull out his hair. And Aww. he... Sorry, like you said, it's not a tumor, and you didn't say it the way it's supposed to be said. Oh, what was it? With Arnold Schwarzenegger voice. It's not oh, it's a not tumor. a tumor. You're Thank welcome. You. <laughs> it's a hairball. It turns out that because of the stress of his relationship with Munch breaking up and all that kind of stuff, he started to pull his own hair out uh, unconsciously and started to eat it. And that scene was really gross because they actually showed the close-up of the hair being pulled down. I'm like, that's nasty. You know... I'm not one for being grossed out ever, like with any of like the the medical. Well, shit, you don't like the eyes. Like, the gore, like, but that fucking hair scene, I, like, it wasn't like recoil, like, oh my god, I'm scared. It was like, like, I, I need, I need some thumbs, <laughs> I need some Pepto, like that. that yeah, was I was like, that's something I really didn't need to see. But um, yeah. So it turns out it's a hairball, and so they remove the hairball, and after the hairball's removed. Basically, he's like, I want to rekindle our love. Don't you want to rekindle our love? Don't you remember how good we were and all this kind of stuff? And so Munch um, agrees, and so they rekindle their love. And uh, one night, when they're together, they get attacked by the green mini, and they're saved by Axe Body Spray, because why not? And um, it, the dean ends up saying, I know who this is. It halts, because he's jealous and all this kind of stuff. Um, so elsewhere, Zayde after visiting several costume shops and fabric shops, ends up finding the shop where the um, Green Meanie's cape was made from. It, it turns out it's called, I believe it was called Midnight Green Pleather or something like that, Velvet Pleather. And um, the shop owner r recalls a lot of stuff because he was getting handies. And 
uh, he remembered that the first time he made the costume, he's made three costumes. The first time was in 1986. And he remembers that because of the Karate Kid 2. And he got a handy, got a handy. while watching the Karate Kid 2. And then he remembers that a few months ago, he did another costume, and he remembers that because he got a handy in, like, a restaurant or something like that. And then... Yeah, under the yes, table. under the table. And then he remembers that he did another one a couple weeks ago, but he doesn't have a handy story for that one. So there are three, but two were done by mail, and another one was done in person by a woman and uh that's all the information that that he gave uh zayde and so she deduces that it must be jane aka the mother of the baby in the belly and so she goes over to jane's house to confront her and um she ends up getting jane to confess a lot of stuff it turns out that she is behind the first massacre back in the 80s on Halloween. She sent her brother, who was kind of psychotic, uh, to kill everyone uh, as part of vengeance for her husband's death. But unfortunately, he died, uh, I think, the following year because of like a rugby team that was seeking vengeance on him or something like that. And then, you know, she basically... Uh, like instilled this hatred to the hospital to her son like every night they would pray and i and say basically let that hospital never open again so when the hospital opened up again she had to find a way to shut it down and then zayda's like yeah but why kill the patients why kill this uh, and she and jane is like um you do realize i'm batshit crazy like why are you looking for logic and uh zayda i fucking love that she said that because you <laughs> I felt the same way, like, like when Chamberlain told her, like, this looking for, like, the costumes is a bad idea, and going to the lady, bad idea, and I love that they got comeuppance for it, like, oh, yes. God, like, I, I watched this, and I, like, kind of had that, that moment where I just thought, Wilson is probably rolling his eyes so fucking hard right now. Yeah. I know they did everything wrong. You know we and the, probably the, the the wrongest thing that Zayde did was to accept tea from the woman because it turns out the tea is drugged. And Zayde, yes, like, really? Zayde uh, uh, passes out. So elsewhere in town, we have Chamberlain who disc- who while throwing away or getting getting the way the medical waste sorted so he can throw it into the swamp. He sees something in the baggie that had the hairball, and it turns out that in the hairball was a receipt for uh, a machete and, and, and a chainsaw, and uh, there was also a piece of the green mini cape, the fabric. And so he goes over to Wes and basically is like, you know, this is what I found. So, what's going on, basically? He was pulling almost like a Zayde, because Zayde went to Jane and was like, you know, you can confess, you and your son, and, you know, I'll be here and I'll guide you through the way. So that was kind of like what Chamberlain was doing. And Wes confesses everything, basically saying how, no, his daughter's not at Stanford, the university, he's at the Stanford Mental Institution. She checked herself in because of all the stresses after the Wallace 
university thing, and it, it drove her insane, spending all this time with the Chanel's. And so he is there to enact his vengeance on the Chanel's. And he once he realized that there was this green meanie killer killing people in the hospital, he was like, you know, well, I'm going to you know, start killing people myself, you know, and people think it's the green meanie. And uh, as he's saying all of this, Chamberlain uh, is taking this all in, and uh, Wes ends up uh, stabbing Chamberlain, and um, Chamberlain's dead, y'all. Right, as soon as they start liking him, too. Nah, he's creepy as shit. Well, there's that. Yeah. He was so creepy, but like, I started liking him this episode, and I'm like, damn, now he's marked. And, and we also see... Well, know, that whole, like, TV naivety that I had the last the last episode where I was just kind of like, I don't want to think Chamberlain is bad because, like, I have pity for the guy. Like, it was just augmented this episode. God, like, when he was talking about, like, texting... To, to the Chanel's asking for advice and they're all like, the, you need to control that thirst, bro. Chanel like, number five liked it. Stop. Yeah. Oh, God. Chanel, if Chanel number five likes something, you know yeah. it's awful. So, really yeah, quick, though, before we wait, break it down, um, uh, Zayde has been captured and so she wakes up and she's chained up on some glowing green thing. Like an altar type of thing or something. So it seems like the Zayday tradition of her getting captured by the killer will continue on. Because I'll be honest, I was very worried that they were going to kill her off for a second. I was like, please don't kill off Zayday. So Wes being the third green meanie, do we like it? Um, Chamberlain dying, are we okay with it? Zayday being captured, do we like that? And Dean Munch... Uh, sweating to the oldies and looking like outstanding in her oh, what is what is that called like a leotard the leotard i love how she just had like a black leotard on like with her office door open and everything like in the middle of a hospital she's sweating to the oldies no and she puts on the white coat afterwards like that I know, my, my favorite part of that scene because that was when chanel went to basically like you know get away from my man like he's mine and the munch like basically like cuts her down with with like a good read and then she leaves she's like wait i'm not leaving this is my office like you're supposed to leave right. and then chanel's like i'm not leaving and so then munch just starts doing normal office stuff until chanel leaves enough yeah no that was awesome it's like going up against chanel in like a gunfight and Chanel has like a water pistol to her bazooka. Like she's just better in all ways. And I don't know. Fuck. Yeah. Munch knows all about the sex. Bravo, Jamie Lee Curtis. The only thing I'm not gonna bravo this episode too is like you mentioned that like do how do we feel about like Zede being captured? I really was hoping she was the one that died. Aww. Like, maybe whoa, it's whoa, that whoever whoa. whoever plays the straight man, like whether last season it was Grace or this season it's Zede, like doesn't necessarily get like the meatiest like fun parts to do, but she hasn't been bringing it. Like, I I don't care what she does. So like when she said, "Oh no, not again," I'm like, oh, I, I feel the same way. Oh no, not the again. The gag is Why? you don't like Zede this season. No, I don't. I just I I did. She did like some Buffy the Vamp, some Green Meanie the Vampire Slayer friggin' moves to get that freaking piece. 
Yeah, that scene like, was really I, good. I, I, like, I was scared any of them could have died at that moment. Like, I thought, I thought Chamberlain right? was gonna get killed by the Green Meanie. I'm for yeah. that. I'm for that. What Green Meanie do we think I... was the one that attacked, um, Wes and uh, and uh, Munch? Do we think it was uh, Homeboy Cassidy or, or was it Hoffle? I think it was Cassidy. I, I think, think it was Hoffle Cassidy. And I think uh, Cassidy, if he gives a few kills of Dean Munch, he, he closes the hospital and he can save the Chanel's. Okay. Uh, do you think both this, both these times the attacks was Cassidy? Because, like, he's the only one I can think of that can that could have overpowered Chamberlain and then could have, like, overpowered... No, I think West. it was Hoffle because I, I still feel like he's scared no, of Zayday, remember? He mentioned that. He was yeah, like, she I scares me. That's true. Yeah, and it was still... Awful. It wasn't... It was still kind of bumbling the way um, that Green Meanie attacked. Like, I feel like Cassidy would have done a little bit of a better job at it. Especially seeing sort of like he has that martial arts training a bit. Yeah, he has more experience, I feel like. Yeah, it seems kind of amateurish how they could how they kind of got the one up on the Green Meanie. Yeah. I thought it was hilarious when they um, diagnosed Wet, when they said Wes had the hairball and they diagnosed him with the E and then they were like, I'm surprised you know number five wasn't diagnosed. Oh yeah, that was good. Because <laughs> I actually agreed. I was like, I'm actually surprised you know number five hasn't started eating her hair out. Yeah. There was too little Hester in this episode. Yeah, doesn't she like doesn't she like seeing like the hair in the drain? So it's true. Like she she should have been eating that shit. Like she's, she's yeah. weird. I think right? like Chanel number five's expressions are a big part of like this. Ep- Wasn't it when Hester came and sat down? Like Chanel number five looked like she wanted to spray something on her. Like at the very yeah, end, and like, number three like scooted like, oh. over a little bit. Uh huh. <laughs> Ain't nobody got time for Hester. Uh-huh. You know, with no lines, they still managed to like steal the show. So, like they so. The one that Hester said you'll never guess was Wes because she was in the asylum with Grace. Yeah, I think oh, so. Okay, okay. So, so Grace know that her dad's running around in a green meanie suit, but she's crazy, so nobody probably believes. Yeah, her. <laughs> I love how they mentioned the fucking like, and she wears so many hats, oh, and she never and like she wanted to wear her hat no more. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Prince. You fucking called her out last season for wearing hats on the goddamn. I, yo, I died. I was like, yo, I know he didn't just say he went and bought her mad hats and she wouldn't wear them. I was like, good, stupid hats. Oh my god. He's like, with little balls. You have the little puff hats. Oh, I couldn't stand her. I was just thankful that they brought Wes back and didn't bring Grace back. I was so scared that I was going to see Grace. And I was gonna yeah, back. that would have been no bueno. But bringing him back. At least it makes sense. Like, out of the crazy shit that happens in the Scream Queens universe, this one, like, makes the most sense. You know, that he wants to seek revenge on the Chanel's. Like, you know, kind of like the whole thing of, like, Ms. Bean's sister wanting to get revenge on what they did to her sister. Like, it, it makes sense. Yeah, At least it's it's not, like... The third green meanie isn't, you know, I don't think Chamberlain would have made sense as the third green meanie. Holt would kind of made, make sense because of the killer hand and, and that kind of thing. Everyone else, like, we would have had to have gotten, like, a really elaborate backstory. 
as to why they're the green meanie. So at least Wiss yeah. makes sense. Although, you know, I would have preferred Zayday or something, or Chanel number five, Chanel number three, or something like that. But what can you do? I love how the Chanel's. I love how the Chanel's helped Chamberlain. But when they were walking out, <laughs> Chanel was like. But I still think you're the green. Yeah, that was good. And I loved how they helped him, but they didn't really help. Like, they made things worse because she was trying to, you know, call him to, like, tell him everything that she's found. And unfortunately, she couldn't get through. I do like that Wes listened to the message, though, and heard, you know, Jane Hollis and, and that kind of thing. Oh, yeah. So now he's like kind of hip. But yeah, no. Um... If it turns out he's the brother and he's and he's like reports of like my demise have been like ill founded, like that that's going to make me sad. No. Oh, when she kept on talking about the brother yeah. up until she said that he died, I was like, either A, it's Holt or B, it's the owner of Holt's hand, the crazy hand. But then no, oh, yeah, they said yeah. that he died and it wasn't in the way that we saw how uh, the, the serial killer racquetball player died. Remember the police went to the house, and so oh, yeah. it didn't make sense with that, but had that her brother been um, crazy racquetball man. That would have been incredible, actually. I would have been for that. I, I hope that theory, like, I, I don't think it has, like, enough to stand on, but I hope it's true, and it's not Wes. It's, like, related to Cassidy, who is also, like, we had enough of this whole, like, who's the father, who's this one, like, last season. No. Let's just all, let's just have a bunch of murders. Yeah. Yes. Right? Like, Scream does it, like, with ease. Like, come on. Yeah. There aren't that many sort of, like, peripheral characters left. So do we think one of our main people might die before the season slash series ends? Fingers crossed it's Zayday. Don't you say that. No, we need to eat some Oakland nuts (laughs) with her after the season's over. Um, no, I think... Because I feel like both uh, of, like, the new Chanel's are dead. Like, they're going to die soon. Like, none of those two are not surviving. They're going to be dead. And other than them, I mean, they'll probably still bring on people every week like they usually do, whether it's a patient or anything like that. So they are fresh game to die. But besides that, like, we still, you know, if you remove the two new Chanel's and any guest stars in the final two episodes, we just have our series regulars or our heavily recurring people, a.k.a. the killers now. Who's gonna die? I think two killers. I think two killers are gonna okay. die. I think Holt's gonna take out some killers, and I think Holt might get almost killed. I think Holt's gonna survive it. Like I no, think Holt's I think gonna, gonna survive it. Killed. I think Chanel's gonna survive. But like realistically, they're gonna get married on Blood like, Island. No, I think all the Chanels are gonna make it. Like I think they are. We've had enough of I like Chanel number five too. possibly dying. Like. Yeah, if Chanel number three didn't die when Star Wars came out and she had the role, she's not going to die yeah. now. The one that I hope doesn't die is Munch. Because I have a feeling if they do kill Dean Munch in like the season finale, then that's the series finale. Like I, I can't see them continuing on. Like She, to me, is the uh, Jessica Lange 
of this series. And although, and that's a bad example hey, because Je- American, American Horror, Horror Story has Story continued on going. without Jessica Lange, but I like they would have to bring in someone else, I guess, to take over that role because none of like the current crop so can sort of like fill that void in my opinion well you never know it, it, oh wait a minute wait a minute isn't what's her name about to be coming into the show brooke shields, shields. she is she's guesting next episode but i'm gonna assume she's probably gonna die Ouch. what the hell is she gonna have she's uh playing a tv doctor who is like uh, the chanel's is uh idol she's like a dr oz okay yeah, I, I was still hoping, like, I love Dean Munch, but if she's replaced by, like, any of the other, like, t- scream queens of the past, like... Kirstie Alley. Any... No, like, she's never... No, I know. But, like, other, like, people that have been in horror movies, like, there's a ton of actresses to choose from. Like, why see... why wouldn't they? Like, I, I, I wouldn't mind if she died. Yeah, because I could see a couple other scream queens I wouldn't mind, like, kind of doing... A little cameo, doing something like. Well, no. If Munch dies, it wouldn't be a cameo. Like they need someone to replace. For sure, though. So, yeah, true. Not a cameo, but like you know, Courtney Cox. Little, I could, yeah. Um, Jennifer Love Hewitt. Yeah. Sarah Michelle Geller. Yeah. I would love Michelle Geller. Oh my god! Everybody knows I love SMG? that bitch. I would love to see her. Do we think Denise will uh, return before the season's over? No. I think so. Um, if it. Well, it's already filmed, so maybe. But Everything's filmed, it. though. Everything finished today. Oh, okay. So they actually were just filming still. Yeah, they. The, uh, the Jamie Lee Curtis posted on her like Instagram, the her and uh, Chanel Number Three's Instagram, like that they're they're done. They finished today. Oh, okay. So maybe not, because she's actually out doing her own shit. They could have recorded that earlier, technically. They could, they could have. Um, and if it's a guest role with just a couple scenes, that would that could be a, just a day of shooting. That's true. Maybe. Do Maybe. we think the Dean will be cured of her disease before the season's over? No. Wouldn't it suck if she died because of her disease? Or she died because she doesn't want to die with the disease? Like, that sort of shit? No, yeah. No, but I see her. Maybe she might be, like, the one at the end and <laughs> the only one who the only one that survived you know if she survived like Wes's artisanal beer which looked like shit like maybe maybe she can survive this Kuru I, I doubt she can though this episode left me kind of like hoping for better for the next couple of episodes because it was it was a lot of info dump a lot of setup for things a lot of characters being put in the right places to finally understand. But with the loss of other characters like this, like Chamberlain, which who had potential or like, I don't know, Niecy Nash's character or Glenn Powell's character, like both of those, I was just kind of like, fuck. Like, so how does a series pick itself up from there when it only has a couple of people left? And last season too, like they didn't want to kill off like main cast. And I remember Wilson just being like, come on, like you, you've got to kill off one of the channels. You've got to do something big. And I don't see them doing that considering they like whittled down the rest of the, the cast. Yeah. 
so we have three green meanies and four baddies. If if you want to include like uh, Hester as like a bad guy, and like the three yeah. green meanies, uh, I feel like Cassidy and uh, Wes are probably gonna die, and that'll leave Hoffel maybe to be sent to jail or something. I could see that. Yeah, I could see that too. Cause I I don't see Cassidy coming back and like guesting or doing no, anything. No, I, like, I, I I see him and dying. And I would prefer in, for him not to. I see him I dying in a real flashy way, like. <laughs> I feel him going in the swamp like his dad. <laughs> he gets well, dumped in the swamp like his dad, and his mom has to watch. Well, damn. She gets dumped afterwards. Right, and then that, one of the Chanel's accidentally bums her in. Yes. So, okay, so we've discussed the episode, so let's get into the MVP, the most valuable player, the character that impressed you the most, and why. So, uh, we'll start off with the two that were kind of bummed out about the episode. So, Wilson, who is your MVP for this episode? Uh, I'm going to go with Wes, because yeah, how the hell did he come up with his own furball with fabric and receipts and all that shit in it? Like, you know, shout out to his weird-ass digestive system and uh his gag yeah that's the gag his gag oh Oh, i like that good job working on it i think wilson has had the best gag of the night (laughs) and wilson doesn't even doesn't even know what it means the gag the gag is he was just trying the gag is wilson doesn't know what it means the The gag gag is is wilson doesn't know what it means but comes up with the best the gag this entire episode like shit like didn't even need oh, to know Wilson, all this stuff. You continue to impress us. Oh yeah, the gag. Oh, yeah. oh gosh, Priscilla. <laughs> <laughs> moving along right past that, <laughs> Priscilla, okay. your MVP. I'm gonna give it to Doctor Holt because holy shit, like his like bothered expressions during like sex with Chanel, his like kind of like seriously, like you don't know whether I'm 40, whether I'm 60, whether I'm 80, like the entire time. And him, like, having the insane, like, sort of theory with, like, Dean Munch where he's like, you know what, like, we can both, like, be together. It's fine. It's okay. Uh, just keep it on the down low between us two. And I, I don't know, like, all of his, like, little quips this episode, like, made it for me. I'm hoping he survives. He's definitely my MVP. All right. The gag is, I feel like I already know. <laughs> what the MVP or who the MVP for Prince will be, but Ooh, Prince, I think Prince, feel free to share with us your MVP. All right, my MVP is what? What's that dude's name? Who? What's his name? The oh, guy. then I'm surprised that who who your MVP is? Wait, Chamberlain. Wait. Chamberlain, but the guy. Oh, okay, there Zayday. you go. Oh, you need a little help with your joke, but I like it. Yes, but it's Zayday. Um, because well, because Kiki Palmer brought the gag into the show, so that just made my happiness. As soon as I heard it, I was like, my eyes glittered with like a brat's on uh, Snapchat. Like a yeah, that too, like the brat filter, you know, <laughs> popping, shit popping. So, um. And also because she's the only person that's alive and actually knows who the killer is. Once again. Uh, well, one of them. She's that big. Two of them. One of them. Yeah. Well, she knows of a killer. The main killer before the other one came into play that we didn't know that was there. That was there. You know what I mean. 
or not. We never do. <laughs> but, um, okay. My MVP is uh, Kathy Munch. Because of her takedown of Chanel. Because apparently she throws the pussy down good. Because she's got two men, like, uh, pussy to... I was about well, I was about I was about to go the dirty route. <laughs> I was gonna say like pussy tamized. They're 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 well, traumatized by the pussy. They are fiending for her kitty cat. And Jamie Lee Curtis in the Leotard at nearly sixty years old and still looking fantastic and her takedown of Chanel and uh, her affair now with Holt. Like, everything Kathy Munch was fantastic in this episode. Even, like, fantasy Kathy Munch, you know, talking to Holt while he's um, sort of banging Chanel was fantastic. So I, I got to give it to Dean Kathy Munch. Wait, is that her first name? Yeah. I, I liked it. She was fantastic. Yes. <laughs> it was fantastic. It was – she was just – Amazing, this episode. So usually at this moment in time, we would be asking who's the green meanie, but we already know who the green meanies are, so there. Yes. So on that note, join us next time for a brand new installment of Are You Afraid Scream Queens? Once again, here's our announcer to remind you on how you can interact with us. Follow Poppy Chula Radio on social media. We are on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at Poppy Chula Radio. Do you have any questions, suggestions, comments, or concerns? Email us via contact at poppychularadio.com. Are you interested in joining the Poppy Chula Radio team as an on-air personality? Email talent at poppychularadio.com. Binge listen to your favorite Poppy Chula Radio programs by visiting poppychularadio.com archives. You can also download tonight's broadcast and the rest of the series through iTunes. Just search for Are You Afraid? Scream Queens and subscribe. Thanks, announcer. Co-host, please wish the listeners a good night. Goodbye. Good night, everybody. Good night, motherfucker. The gag is the show is actually over. Thanks for tuning in. Download new episodes of Are You Afraid? Scream Queens every Thursday via iTunes and the Poppy Chula Radio archives. New episodes stream via poppychularadio.com every Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. Good night, listeners. And Prince, take us out with one final gag. The gag is, we're done.